to the Food Alert podcast. My name is Julia Wilson and I'm the Technical Director at Food Alert with over 25 years experience in environmental health. Today we'll be discussing norovirus and whilst in this short podcast we cannot cover everything, I hope to be able to provide you with some top tips to manage the spread of norovirus to protect your business and consumers. So what is norovirus? Professor Ian Goodfellow, a Wellcome Trust fellow, described norovirus as the Ferrari of the virus world. Norovirus is so contagious and it is the most commonly identified cause of infectious diarrhoea and vomiting in the community and also often causes outbreaks. Unfortunately, norovirus cases have risen significantly to hit their highest levels in a decade, according to the UK Health Security Agency. And they're running at 66% above the average compared to the last five seasons. Symptoms usually come on suddenly within one to two days of being infected and can last around 12 to 60 hours. But unfortunately, some people may remain carriers of the virus after symptoms have ended. Norovirus is shed in the stools and vomit of infected people and only takes a few viral particles to make people ill. However, vomit and faeces contains tens of thousands of viral particles, hence its ability to spread. And it can quickly spread to hands and surfaces and can then be easily transmitted to close contacts. Poor hand washing after using the toilet leaves hands contaminated with the virus and hands will then contaminate any surface that they come into contact with, leaving toilets and bathrooms a major risk area for environmental contamination. So can norovirus spread via food? Well, it doesn't actually grow in food, but it does use food as a vehicle to get into humans. Some foods are more likely to be contaminated with norovirus. For example, shellfish are implicated in the greatest number of definite foodborne outbreaks. Fruits and vegetables may also become contaminated when irrigated with contaminated water. Norovirus can also survive freezing and there have been several examples of outbreaks originating from the consumption of thawed contaminated foods such as soft fruits. And outbreaks often occur in places where people gather together and or share food such as in restaurants, healthcare and schools. Ready-to-eat foods, such as salads, sliced deli meats, can become contaminated by an infected food handler practising poor personal hygiene. But person-to-person spread from a person infected by norovirus is also a common mode of transmission. So, can norovirus spread via food? Well, it uses food as a vehicle to get into humans, but it does not reproduce in food. Some foods are more likely to be contaminated with norovirus. For example, shellfish are implicated in the greatest number of definite foodborne outbreaks. Fruits and vegetables can also become contaminated when irrigated with contaminated water. And unfortunately, norovirus can also survive freezing. And there have been several examples of outbreaks originating from the consumption of thawed, contaminated foods such as soft fruits. Ready-to-eat foods can also be contaminated by an infected handler practising poor personal hygiene. Outbreaks often occur in places where people gather and or share food, such as restaurants, healthcare and schools, where person-to-person spread from a person infected by norovirus is a very common mode of... So what are the key ways that you as a food business can prevent norovirus causing problems? Firstly, food handlers must stay home when sick. They should stay at home for at least 48 hours after vomiting or diarrhoea symptoms stop. Wash hands. It seems so basic, but hand washing is regarded as one of the most important elements in infection control, particularly for gastrointestinal infections. Regularly clean and sanitise surfaces and thoroughly wash fruits, vegetables and salads by agitating and rinsing in fresh water to dislodge soil and microorganisms. Always check frozen berries packaging for instructions about whether the food is ready to eat and always follow those instructions. Cook shellfish thoroughly. As I said, shellfish is one of the most implicated in outbreaks. And whilst if you're serving shellfish, you should cook it thoroughly, 
We all know that raw oysters are a luxury that people love to eat. And when serving raw oysters, you must ensure that you have excellent hygiene controls in place. It is estimated that over 30 million oyster meals are served in the UK annually, but an estimated 12 to 14,000 of people per year will experience sickness and diarrhoea after consuming oysters raw. So although the odds of contracting norovirus from eating raw oysters are relatively low, it is still a risk every time you have one. So why are oysters such a problem? Well, they filter large volumes of water to get their food and therefore can be exposed to noroviruses when human sewage enters their growing areas. And unlike most other animal-based products that you're used to buying and bringing into your businesses, oysters are usually live when purchased. So they must be kept alive until you prepare, cook and serve them. All live oysters and mussels must be accompanied by a health mark, which is on an indelible water-resistant label, which shows the identification number of the establishment that they have come from and a batch number which is enough to identify the actual bed where they were harvested. By law, the retailer or caterer must keep this health mark for at least 60 days in case this information is needed. The health mark also states that these animals must be alive when sold, and if they are not tightly closed or do not rapidly close tightly when tapped, they are dead and must not be used. You should only buy from suppliers who harvest from licensed beds and grade A waters and ensure your suppliers carry out regular microbiological analysis for bacteria, which is a legal requirement. It's also a good idea to check whether they're testing for norovirus. Many suppliers now do, and although it is not legally required, it is great practice. Where possible, try to avoid using oysters from different suppliers at the same time. But if this is unavoidable, you really need to devise your own method of being able to identify who ate oysters from which supplier. To safely store oysters, place them in a deep bowl or tray with the curved shell side downwards and don't stack them. Cover them in a damp, clean cloth and place them in the fridge. But make sure they're not kept below 1 degree C as this can kill the live shellfish and don't store them in ice or place them in water or in a sealed container or bag as again this can kill them. If stored correctly the oysters should last at least five days from the date of harvest but it is generally best to eat them as soon as possible. So finally how do we prepare oysters? It's so important as I said before to wash your hands thoroughly before opening the oysters and always use clean equipment. And make sure you use a clean shucking knife for each batch. Once you have shucked them, make sure they're served promptly. Finally, we're going to talk about managing an outbreak of norovirus. Food Handlers Fitness to Work is the regulatory guidance and best practice advice for food business operators and helps managers and staff to prevent the spread of infection by advising which illnesses and symptoms staff should report and what managers should do in response. Because of the ease in which norovirus can be spread, it is best practice not only to exclude symptomatic food handers from food rooms, but actually from the entire business site, even if norovirus is only suspected. Food handers must be excluded from work and not return until they have been free from symptoms for 48 hours. And this means symptom free without the use of antidiarrheals or antiemetics. Anyone who has a household contact with someone infected with norovirus should inform their manager so that a decision can be made about what to do. Unfortunately, as we've already said, norovirus is really infectious. And because of that, you do have situations where somebody actually ends up vomiting on the premises. And when this happens, effective cleaning is vital. Norovirus can spread many meters, so clear the area and destroy any food that may become infected. Really, you need to have an emergency plan for this eventuality, including a spill kit, 
disposable overalls and equipment to clean up with and use a sanitizer that is tested to kill norovirus. The best thing you can use is a 0.1% bleach-based solution. Norovirus can be really difficult to kill in soft furnishings and sodium hypochlorite can't be used because it would cause damage. Other liquid disinfectants and or steam cleaning should be considered. Unfortunately, in some cases, destroying the furniture might be the best way to ensure the complete elimination of the virus from the food business. Norovirus can last on surfaces for up to two weeks. And we had a case once where a food business had cleaned their premises, disinfected, bought in fogging machines, opened up. And a few days later, cases started to happen again. And it turned out that the actual virus was found on the underside of the bar. So you can see why they call it the Ferrari of viruses. It's really important that you don't wait for several cases of sickness and diarrhoea to occur before you put controls in place to prevent the spread of an outbreak. Action is needed even before an outbreak happens. Have an action plan. Be prepared. If an outbreak does occur, swift and effective action is essential to prevent more people becoming exposed to norovirus and to prevent an outbreak increasing in size. This is best achieved with some forward planning. Prepare an outbreak control plan and identify resources required to manage an outbreak. For example, what external cleaning company could you use who would be able to provide staff with short notice or provide cover for staff in case of significant illness? Have you got a good supply of chemicals and have you got the relevant PPE? So unfortunately, norovirus can be a real pain for food businesses. And as you can see from what we've just spoken about, it can spread really, really quickly and easily. But we're here to help you with managing and preventing outbreaks. Foodler are available to help you with managing and preventing outbreaks. And we've developed a detailed guide and checklist that you can follow. If you haven't already partnered with us, do give us a call on 0207 244 And for those of our existing clients, contact Advice Line or your account manager for more details. Thanks for listening and don't forget to follow the Food Alert podcast. Thank you.